You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's news and insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello listeners, welcome to Set the Tax Wrap podcast, episode 137. I'm Steve Burnham and I'm joined by David Ebden. Hello David. Hi Steve. And we're back again and um, we're talking today, uh, Simpler Bass started recently, David, didn't it? It was um, yep. July 1, this was meant to come in, or did come in I should say. Yep. July 2017 and it's uh, it's the new uh, reporting method for businesses that have a GST turnover of less than ten million dollars. Right, right. And it's it, but there was a, a bit of a turn point this week, August twenty one. That was the due date for the July uh, activity statement. Correct. So this this would, would that would have been the first one using the simpler bass. If they were on a monthly bass reporting system. Ah, oh, right. Then yes, yes. Yep. Now it's simpler bass. So what? Why is it simple? What, what's changed? Uh, they need to report less information, okay. uh, to put it bluntly. Um, nowadays, if uh, reporting on the simpler bass, uh, small businesses only need to report three items. Uh, that's label G1, right. which uh, is the total sales. Uh, box 1A, which is the GST made on sales. Right. And box 1B which is the GST on purchases. Okay. And so three um, pieces of data that have to be entered, and what was it before? Was it a lot more than that? Or? Uh, yes. Yeah, there was a lot more uh, c- compulsory items. Uh, okay. th- th- there's four that have been cut from uh, Simpler Bass. Yep. One is uh, Box G2, which is uh, export sales. Mm-hmm. Uh, another one is G3, uh, which is the GST-free sales that you've made. Right. Uh, and G10... Uh, is uh, capital purchases, so if a fixed asset was purchased, you yep. would pop it there. And G11 was for the uh, non-capital purchases. Okay. Well, I suppose I mean capital purchases and non-capital may not happen every quarter or every month, I should say, well, I suppose. I mean, per- most businesses would have purchases, you'd imagine, on a quarterly basis. Oh, well, sorry, yeah, so, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yep. absolutely, the capital purchases, you know, you, you wouldn't buy a car every every three months yeah, or, you know, yeah. or if you did, nice, you're doing very well yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> how can the ATO I mean what's happened they don't need this extra data anymore what, oh, I just wonder what the motivation was to um, or was it just to help out small businesses and yeah, you know? yeah it's more to help the small business and okay. make life easier for those with um, you know the time pressure yeah yeah, yeah. I understand David so then this is for you said small businesses that turn over 10 million yep correct correct um, if the GST turnover is 10 million or more, yep. uh, you've got to use the full reporting method, ah. which is all the boxes I previously discussed. Yep. Um, if the GST turnover is less than 10 million, uh, you can use the simpler method. Right. But if your GST turnover is less than $10 million and you currently use the GST instalment method, right. you can generally continue to use it. Oh, okay. If you want to, yeah. Okay. Now this is this is something that might come up. I mean, what if you have a business client who's under the ten million turnover, but they start to do really well and they go over the ten million? Mm-hmm. I mean, I assume then they have to change their record keeping, uh, their methods. Correct. Correct. Okay. If the um, if the GST turnover hits ten million dollars or more, yep. uh, you need to contact the ATO, who will um, update your turnover, and then. Um, they will move you to the full reporting system yep. from the start of the next financial year. So oh, okay. you, if, if it happens this year, you can continue using the simpler bass method yep. until 
30 June 2018. So is this um, 10 million turnover based on actual results or an estimated uh, figure? If you're starting out, yep. uh, it's estimated, right. obviously. If you're, um, if you're in business, you can look at last year's figures. But if you know that something big's going to be coming and it's projected to... to yeah, you, yep. can, you can go off the projection. Okay. All right. So you know, if you know that you're going to have a big job, a big client come in, yep. you know, a, a nice big building contract that's going to take you over, right? And that's coming this financial year. You can change over. Yeah. Okay. So, so I suppose this is a client by client. If you have clients course, in that situation, yeah. you sort of got to work that out with them. Okay. Now, in your view, is this going to make life easier, um, cheaper? Um, how do you think the simpler bass will pan out? As with most things, there's pros and cons. Yeah. Um, of course, it's going to um, save time yep. and uh, make it easier to, to report three boxes. That's that's no work at all, really. Yep. However, it, it's w- without having to report the purchases and uh, the export sales, the, the practitioner might cut corners on certain reconciliations that they would have ordinarily carried out. All right. So by by not having to report those it might cause some lax attitude. Ah, okay. And that and that could have a knock on impact at the year end when full reconciliations and financials are being prepared. Because if you do it through the financial year, all the figures are there. Yep, you're checking on a quarterly basis yeah. and everything. Yeah, you can prepare quarterly financials, right. management reports and check everything as you're going. Yeah. You know that might slip under the radar mm. if it's not required. You know some practitioners might say, "Why bother?" Okay, rightly or wrongly. That's well, that's the thing. So we, I suppose to err on the side of keeping all that data. Of course, anyway. yeah. I, I personally would continue to, right. you know, reconcile everything and prepare the full bass, even if I don't have to report all the items. No, no, because so. it's one. Why not? As it were. Mm. Um, do, you, do you know have the software providers been? Making changes in regard to, um, you know, the GST on the back of the simpler bass coming in, or uh, yes, yes, they should have done. Whether right. they have done or not, I know it was uh, being rolled out slowly. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I would check with your software provider, right, to make sure that we are all set to go. Yep. And the PLS, I mean, that's all they would. Yeah, incorporate no. all this, these changes into that sort yeah, of thing. It, yeah, as you say, it's all come at once. Yeah. So you would imagine that they've prepared it at the same time. As we've said, it's a, certainly a good thing for smaller businesses with uh, time constraints. Yeah. Uh, I guess the ATO and the government will be keeping an eye on it to see how it pans out and if it is a success. Yeah, yeah. Or if it's not a success. Well, they might want to go back. <laughs> you <laughs> never knows? know. And just uh, to go back to your uh, question earlier about the 10 million turnover. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if it goes the other way, if you if, if you were over ten mil, yep. and you uh, drop under again, if you uh, contact the ATO, they'll update the turnover, and then you have a choice of two. You can either uh, move to simpler uh, reporting from the start of the next tax period, right, or they can move you to um, GST instalments if you are so eligible, and elect to use the instalment method. Okay, yep. And that start date would depend on when the election is made. Um, and when you say tax period, is that uh, sorry, is that quarter or? Yes, well, yes, that would be the next uh, GST period, whether GST it be period. monthly or quarterly, okay. depending on the uh, reporting requirements. Actually, I do have um, a phone number at the ATO, just in case um, any listeners, clients uh, 
are making those changes. 132866 is the ATO number to call to report whether you're changing your, the, your, if your client's changing their um, GST uh, um, methods. Well, it'll, it all sounds good, David. I'm simpler bass, so anything, if you can simplify anything, it always sounds good to me. Yeah, correct. Um, just, just one thing further yep. to that is that the um, ATO's compliance staff might request information for the total transactions that we've reported in the three boxes, be total sales, GST on sales, and GST on purchases. It's so it is important to continue keeping records right. and valid invoices for these transactions. So you're saying they might come back and check on what? Want more data, more uh, information? Yeah, yes. Yes. So. Oh. Um, you know, just because it's simpler yep. doesn't mean that records can be, you know, or cut corners can be cut yep. on keeping records. Okay. So that's okay. that's something to stress as well. I suppose it's well, it's simpler for the um, self-preparers, but I um, mean, tax practitioners should, of course, as always, pay attention to the details and keep recording those things. Um, good to know. Okay. Uh, thanks again, David. Thank you, listeners, and come back next week. 